Welcome to an I Thought It Smelled Bad on the Outside, a podcast about Star Wars. I am one of your hosts, Kyle Jones, and with me as always is Brent Stevenson. Good evening, Mr. Jones. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. Good. So we are um, going to be 100% uh, on promise uh, from last week. Uh, we said we would be back this week. A, we've accomplished that. Yes. Um, although me saying that though might have jinxed might jinx it because we oh. have recorded shows and not been able to publish. But let's hope for the best. I'll knock on uh, some wood. And, <laughs> and B, we said that we would talk about Legion uh, this week, and uh, there was n- nothing like earth shattering as far as news that came out that's going to keep us occupied for an hour. Uh, a couple of things we're going to touch on, um, but we are definitely going to do some digging into Legion uh, later on in the show. Yep. Uh, but first, um, this was something that you shared with me, um, and it's gaming related. Um, so I guess a couple years ago, and it was was it has it been two years now that this since this game has been announced? Um, it was. Star I don't Wars even. Hunters. I don't even remember it. <laughs> I don't oh. even remember. Oh, you it. don't? Uh, okay, no. so this was. Don't. So I remember this being like a, a big deal um, that uh, Star Wars Hunters was going to be or was announced. It was going to be uh, um, an online game. This was back. Uh, this would have been um, a few years back when, when we started seeing like all these other Star Wars mobile games being shut down. And mm-hmm. this was going to be all right. The, the, the big one. Um, and. It was announced last year, officially announced last year. Um, they've been running betas in a few different countries, and, and it's like an arena battler. Um, and the idea is you're, you're picking yep. different characters. There's a, a robot Jedi, and then there's two Jawas that stand on top of each other, and then there's a, a stormtrooper with her and a, and a, a Sith and a smuggler and. So you get to play as all these characters and fight each other in an arena and unlock new weapons and uh, and equipment, or at least that's what was supposed to happen. Uh, and this game originally was supposed to release at the beginning of this year. Um, oh, wow. And now they have come back and said uh, that it's actually not going to release until 2023. Yes. Um, which is like delays happen with games, right? Yeah. But when's the last mobile game, uh, for, for star Wars that's come out? Um, I don't remember the name of it now. It was a, it's galaxy something. I'm, I'm thinking that was the last one or did they, what, uh, cause galaxy I know the, the galaxy of heroes. Or did they bring out uh, like an updated version of Knights of the Old Republic? I don't know if we want to count that. Uh, we, no, we pro- th- those probably wouldn't because those would be just yeah. like remasters, right? Right. Um, the last game, uh, but I can say this, the, the last game that is still uh, available would be um, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. 
because all the other Star Wars games, outside of maybe the the Lego Star Wars games, uh, are gone. Yep. <laughs> um, some of them, like there was a, like EA was working on one that was like a you know like a a space combat. A game that I think you were in the beta for at some point or the alpha. Oh, that's right. That was, yeah, that felt like a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Like, so you know, that was announced and then, and then went away. Um, th- there've been some other shooters that were like kind of like cover based, uh, shooters uh, that, that went away. Um, you know, we, we just haven't had any star Wars game, uh, mobile games in a, in, in a few years. So yeah. uh, it's disappointing that this one is, uh, is delayed. It's just shame. We just ha- aren't getting anything. Yeah. I'm not sure Which why a- they're kind of dragging their feet on mobile games. I, yeah, I, Unless I, I don't uh, know. galaxy it- does everything for them. Well, uh, galaxy of heroes makes them a lot of money. Yep. Like it is a money making um endeavor for them. Um and you know it's very popular. Uh it's a game that has a very big grind because essentially it's just a it's a collecting game, you know, it's one of those collecting RPGs, you know, RPG yep. in very lowercase. Um so it, it does well, you know, when it gives them the ability whenever there's, uh, you know, there, there's something new that they can, uh, you know, new show, they can introduce new characters and, and people go crazy and spend money on it. So, yep. you know, it's making them a lot of money. But, yeah, like, where's the variety? <laughs> you know, I can remember, you know, we would we have... <laughs> You know, for a while, like there was Star Wars Commander, which was that, you know, uh, that asymmetrical, you know, strategy game. And we had, um, you know, tower defense game. Like there was so many different Star Wars mobile games and now we don't have anything. So a little disappointed that this got delayed. Apparently the article that I, or I got this off of, of, excuse me, I got this off of Twitter and when you follow the links, people like I think in Australia are actually playing the game and they were kind of surprised by the delay. But the the big thing with this, even though it is delayed, the people are excited that they actually made an official announcement about when it's actually coming out, that it's actually happening because there has been no mobile games for how many years? <laughs> uh, true. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's nice that they've... They've come out because they are originally said, yeah, 2022, and, and you are correct. There are regions that have been playing this game in, in beta. Uh, it is not uncommon for um, for games to get soft launched in, in other countries. Australia is, is usually one of them. Um, Canada is actually one of them as well. Usually Canada will get a, so- a game in soft launch if... Um, a company is worried about scaling up. So they'll try it in smaller locations first, like Australia and, um, and maybe some Asian, uh, some Asian countries. And then usually before they do like their, fir- their uh, worldwide launch, it'll soft launch in, in Canada. Um, I can think of a few games uh-huh. where that's happened, but 
Yeah, I don't think that's happening. Well, it might still, but yeah, we won't be seeing it at least you know a soft launch in Canada at least till the end of the year. Uh, so disappointing. Yeah, yep, um, that is. What, what isn't disappointing is knowing that uh, d- despite our concerns and complaints, and not just you and you and I, uh, Star Wars fandom in large uh, about the quality of. Star Wars shows. Uh, yep. It's not stopping them from throwing money at it. Um, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> nope. Uh, so Skeleton Crew, which is the uh, show that they say is kind of like a an Amblin uh, homage um, set in the Star Wars universe, uh, apparently has a budget of $136 million for the season. Hmm. That's a big chunk of so money. To put that in pers- Yeah, and to put that in perspective, uh, the Mandalorian uh, season one cost between a hundred and a hundred and twenty million, uh, and the Book of Boba Fett was a hundred million. Wow! So special effects are probably going to be really good on this show. Um. Up. Oh. Probably. Uh, I've got to imagine some of it is probably casting. Um, yeah. Well, is that, this is the one with Jude Law, isn't it? Right? Correct. Yeah. Yes. So there's $100 million right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping, though, that, um, like, you know, because the, the piece of artwork um, that they showed when they officially announced the show, and it's it's the artwork that's in the, the little the link that uh, you had posted in our um, show notes. Um, shows like this, you know, this transport ship, and it looks it has some impressive scale. Mm-hmm. So yes. my hope is that part of that hundred and thirty six million dollars, and the reason why it's going to be this much, is because they're actually going to be filming on location. Yeah, maybe that, not that, that maybe not a, everything, but some of it. Good, right? Yeah, the important parts, whichever parts those may be. Uh, yeah, because you know uh, we saw the um, you know when we saw the Andor trailer, and we talked about this before. Uh, Andor is the only Star Wars show that has actually been shot on location, and when you watch the that teaser, you can really notice the difference when they're shooting landscapes because they can obviously shoot them differently, you know, and, and they, they, you know, you're, you're getting a different vantage and it feels more real. So that would be my hope for, for skeleton crew. Yeah. It looks Uh, like they're putting, um, a, a lot into this one because, um, comparing it with, for like an Amblin feel to it, but I, I keep hearing that it's supposed to be like a Stranger Things in space. So they're probably going targeting a younger audience as well, too. So I'm sure they want to uh, um, do really well with this show if that is actually what they're trying to do. Well, and this is also the, the first show that is really trying to do something different. Yes. you know Everything else, for the most part, has just been... You know, telling a variation on on what we've already seen before, 
you know, maybe not to the same, yep. uh, you know, scope, but it's still the same, you know, the same type of stories, the same type of characters. This is obviously, they're trying to do something very different, appeal to a slightly different audience. Um, so mm-hmm. maybe they feel that they, they need to be throwing extra money uh, at it. Um, the one thing we don't know uh, about budget wise is uh, what they're going to be spending on the book of Boba Fett season two, which apparently um, was unofficially <laughs> announced uh, on Disney plus. Yep. Was it was Disney so plus were, Mexico or something like that? I can't remember. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm just looking at the article. Da, da, da. It was uh, in Spain. Spain, okay. So, uh, yeah. So on Disney Plus, they had like um, this uh, poster showing up uh, updates about the Star Wars, uh, about Star Wars, uh, and and we see this sometimes. And you, I don't know if you notice, you log into Disney Plus, it shows different things. And it was talking mm-hmm. about the seasons, and for um, Book of Boba Fett, it referenced a second season coming um how do you feel about that i you know as much as i've been saying i don't want to see any more original original trilogy characters and everything i kind of want their show to redeem itself from the last show from the last season that's my only hope is that they would kind of redeem it they might not think it might need mm-hmm. redeeming um, yeah, but I, I would hope, you know, Timur Morrison, he wants to go back to how the old Boba Fett was, which is, that's what I want to see as well too. So I'm kind of hoping if they mm-hmm. do do the season two, that that's what they're going to see. And I would enjoy that. Uh, you see, so I don't necessarily <laughs> want that. Like, I, I don't like, I don't want them to go back to the old Boba Fett whole cloth because I, I do think that characters have to grow and, and advance. And, uh, you know, we, we talked about the, the behind the magic or whatever, the, whatever the behind the scenes things that they do for the star Wars, um, shows, um, that John Favreau was talking about Boba Fett and the reason why they ha- the story is because you can't have the characters stay the same. They, they you know, what, what makes you know what makes the show interesting and what makes characters interesting is them, uh, you know, developing. And I'm fine with that, but uh, they need to find a story that makes more sense to Boba for Boba Fett. Like, there's got to be a balance there. I don't want them to. My fear is that because we've seen so much um, of a, a with Star Wars uh, lately being like a knee-jerk reaction to, to the fans. Oh, you don't like this? Okay, we'll mm-hmm. do this. Um, like to see like season two opening with, you know, uh, part of Tatooine getting destroyed <laughs> and now you know, and Fennec Shan has been killed and now Boba Fett's just, it's just a, a whole season of him going out, you know, trying to hunt down the people that killed her. Um, that, <laughs> Watch that be the story. To me, like, I'm, I'm saying that. <laughs> like, okay. Like it's sure. It's, it's not that bad, um, but it's not, um, 
it's not what I want to see though. Like I, I want to see new things. So, but it, it doesn't surprise me. Maybe they might uh, be able to strike a nice, they might be able to strike a nice balance. Yeah. Maybe. Um, but you got to figure that, you know, they have, they have the assets, um, you know, they would have some of the, the scenery, you know, cause obviously like there's, there's still set design that is done when they're doing, um, when they're doing stuff on the volume, you know, they, they still have to build some physical stuff, uh, but then they have like the assets and the costumes <laughs> and all the other stuff. So that's got to reduce the cost, right? Yeah, you would think so. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I can see why they would want to why they would want to continue the show. Um, I just hope that that means that we will get Star Wars more regularly. Because I'm, you know, it's it's I don't want I don't want to wait two to three months every time. Uh, you know, like like for a two to three month gap between Star Wars shows. I don't want that. Yep, exactly. No, I mean either. <laughs> nope. I can't do six weeks. <laughs> or I won't be able to do six weeks. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So there was one other thing that um, I came across say that I didn't put in the show notes, but I figured I'd just mention very briefly. Uh, so... Disneyland Paris, the least mm-hmm. popular of all the Disneylands. Um, it, so it just recently opened um, their uh, Marvel uh, Avengers campus. Now, one of the oh, uh, yep. that was also one of the locations that was supposed to get a Galaxy's Edge, and they had they had set a mm-hmm. set aside. Um, land to do it and the original idea was you know it was going to be galaxy's edge was going to be done you know in uh disney world and disneyland in the u.s first and then it was going to go to disneyland paris apparently they have put a hold on it and now are going to find a completely different ip um to base that land on instead of galaxy's edge Oh wow! Okay, hmm. very interesting. Very interesting. Does does this surprise you? No, no, no. It's um, I've actually started seeing some uh, more videos of people who are still going to um, the one in Florida. Um, yeah. So it's it's actually been a while since the opening, probably since when it first opened till now. I mean, I don't think I remember seeing anything in between except the odd person mm-hmm. saying, oh, this place is tanking. It's not booked, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, so I thought maybe it was getting a little bit of pickup with start when, when I started seeing all these uh, new videos coming out people going so i mm-hmm. thought maybe oh maybe business is picking up but i guess not if they're not going ahead with uh the one in paris well i think part of the problem 
is that they decided that they wanted to lock you know galaxy's end into galaxy's galaxy's edge into a very specific point in time and that's mm-hmm. and that's it taking place between um the last jedi and uh and the rise of skywalker which makes it very difficult for them to expand, right? Like that's a, yes, you know, it, it does. It's a, that's a very specific a point in time. Now, obviously, <laughs> they want to do it because they wanted to have Rise of the Resistance, um, and, and they have already started backtracking. Like, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but um, they have added Boba Fett and um, Fennec Shand. Uh, as characters that are now walking around the park. Um, Which obviously doesn't fit in the timeline. Um, No. However, uh, uh, and and we're supposed to, they say that the Mandalorian and Grogu will be coming later. Excuse me. Um, That'll be cool. But yeah, but there's, that would be cool. Um, but I, I think people have already the, the excitement has already worn off a little bit because part of the original idea was okay, yeah, this is going to be taking place during a certain time, and it, you know it's going to it's going to allow them to tell specific stories and make people feel like they're actually part of the world as opposed to it just being you know like another land in you know in Disney, and I think that might have backfired a little bit. Yep. Um, I still think you could have had. I, I totally um, agree. You know, had it themed to Star Wars, um, you know, and so when you're going in, and it, it's still acting like it's a planet. But you probably could have gotten away with uh, the idea of us accepting that. Well, maybe it's like a, you know that it's like a place that where time doesn't necessarily um, matter, right? Like. We're adults. You just, you know, you just tell me it's, it's kind of like a slightly different version. So yeah, you're going to see stuff from the classic trilogy and the new trilogy and whatever else is coming. Um, I think people would be fine with that, but they were, you know, really, um, especially at the beginning when when they first announced, uh, uh, that Lucas or Disney had bought star Wars. They wanted everything to be connected, including this land. And I think it's, it's hurt them in the long run. Well, just having the death of Kylo Ren <laughs> at the end of uh, her, sorry, uh, Ben Solo, yeah. you know, but then still continuing that story over into um, into the Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, like you know, I'm sure we mentioned before. That's kind of kind of a weird transition to kind of work it work into to, to keep up that sort of timeline going. <laughs> hmm. Um, yeah, so, well, so let's move on to what we said we were going to talk about, which was Star Wars Legion. Um, so yay is right. Uh, so Star Wars Mm -hmm. Legion is a, um, for those that aren't aware is a, uh, it's a Star Wars miniatures game. Um, there've been other ones, uh, uh, prior to this game um but they were nothing like this where you you were uh, building full squads and, and, and armies and it was 
uh, and you were actually building your models and painting. Um, game came out a couple years ago. Um, it was not my first uh, miniatures game. I had by the time Legion had come out, uh, I had played a little bit of uh, Warhammer and uh, Warhammer Age of Sigmar, which is their fantasy version. But it was your first miniature game. Like the like proper yes. where you're you know painting and, and building models and yep. whatnot. So for you, what was the appeal? Was it like just Star Wars? <laughs> I think I know the answer, but still. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, just going from the games that we did play, um this was like almost like an evolution. Um yeah, mainly because it's Star yeah. Wars. Um, role playing, um, added to it was kind of exciting. Um, and then the kind of, the kind of, uh, terrifying part was the painting because I had no idea how I was going to paint those miniatures and how well I was Mm going to be able to paint them. Um, but even still, I just like the idea of, of, uh, of that, and then you can actually kind of build your board uh, along with it as well, too, which actually mm-hmm. made it really interesting as well. You can have a different board, build a different board every time you play. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it just yeah, Star Wars. I'll buy it, <laughs> um, but it's it is really a really good game. Yeah. Um, in fact. Since Legion has come out, I've played some other miniature games that have adopted some of the same things that um, that Legion does. Um, one of the things that I really like about Legion, as opposed to some other games, uh, miniature games, was that they really emphasized uh, the mission. Um, so it's not yep. now; it's not just a matter of all right, you. Um, you know, everyone just everyone shoots at each other, and whoever's left over wins. That isn't uh, right. that isn't the the point of the game. Um, each each game, depending on uh, and, and it's depending on what what you choose, has a different mission. It might be um, securing certain parts of the board. It could be um, there's missions now where you can be escorting uh, you know, dignitaries and whatnot. So there's a lot of variety in the game. And yes. I think that's for yep. me, one of the appeals as well is that um, obviously there's army building restrictions, but uh, there's still a lot of freedom to build those armies, you know, the way you want. So you can, you can customize them and, and make an, an army that feels like it's yours. Um, and, and, and you can, and since yes. you're painting them, you can paint them that way as well. Um, you know, obviously there's some people that are going to feel that they need to, to follow Canon. Um, you know, so if you're playing the empire, you're going to you know paint your stormtroopers white, but there's nothing saying that you have to. Exactly. Uh, you know, exactly. th- and I've seen other people that have painted uh, models, uh, painted models that are just 
various colors and, and whatnot. So, uh, so one of the other things you you mentioned was the the scenery and the terrain. So, a part of the game is you're playing on a, if I remember correctly, a three by six board. And and the game comes with like just very basic pieces of terrain, um, but they tell you that you know you can build it out, and it comes with with uh, rules about how to measure terrain and how to deal with cover and, and whatnot. Um, one of the things that, from my perspective, and it could be wrong, it seems like you <laughs> have gotten more enjoyment out of building the terrain than like painting and building the. the miniatures themselves yeah I, I that's totally true i've enjoyed um seeing what is out there um and then 3d printing uh the terrain for the game which is um i've I, that excited that excites me <laughs> just because you're actually able to do that um just brings a, another completely uh, enjoyable element to the game uh, yes, and so th- this was the reason why you bought a 3D printer, correct? It was, yes. Solely for this. <laughs> I had other aspir- aspirations, but yeah. too much time. To, it takes too much time. But this was the main reason why I got a 3D printer was to make a specific terrain. Mm-hmm. And the nice thing is, is that there is a lot of it out there um, and you're not alone. Like this isn't something that, uh, that uh, just you uh, have kind of latched onto. A lot of people uh, find this part uh, about uh, miniature gaming, very enjoyable. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I, I know a few other people that probably spend more time building their terrain than they do actually playing the game. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I know yep. someone that, uh, there is a, uh, a, a Marvel game called, oh my God, why can't I think of the crisis protocol? Um, Something protocol that is, yeah. yeah, yeah. That is now owned uh, or run by the, sorry, the, the company that, um, designed it and runs it is now designing and running uh, star Wars Legion. Anyway, he had built an entire cityscape. Um, board that was just, you know with with tall buildings and the Sanctum Santorum and it, like it was just it, wow. really impressive. Uh, um, and like he's only he's he's only played the game like twice. In fact, I'm pretty sure the only times he's played it is the two times that, that him and I played it. Um, but he had built like in fact two different cityscapes just because that's the enjo- that's the enjoyment he got out of it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's something so, to see when it's um, it's, it's something to see when you you know start off with a file and then you actually see being built, and then you paint it and then you actually put it into play is is quite um, quite exciting. I find it exciting. Hmm. So the game started off with uh, just the two two factions. Um, we had it was the uh, Empire versus the Rebellion. Uh, about a year and a half into the game, we got um, two more factions. We got the clones uh, and the um, uh, sorry, separatists. the Republic Army and the oh. the separatists. Yes. 
Um, And then we kind of had this, shortly after that, we had this dark time. Um, Fantasy Flight Asmodee uh, ended up um, moving all of their Star Wars Legion uh, work over to um, Atomic Mass Games. And at that point, all of a sudden, like everything kind of went to like a went quiet, and we didn't weren't seeing products. Um, but all of that seems to be changing now. And in fact, we've gotten some, you know, some new announcements and some new products that that you were uh, looking into. Correct? Yes, I just um, because there's some out there's some out already, like the Pike Syndicate. And some more Mandalorians. Um, so those are a part of new sets. But then there's also other th- ones coming out. And they are called Battle Force Starter Kits. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's one, two, three, four of them coming out. And I couldn't find one. The, the places I went into were more um, talking about what it was and not necessarily when it was coming out. Um, mm-hmm. but it was kind of funny. So the, the first one that's coming out, I shouldn't say the first one. I don't, they're all coming out at the same time, I think. Um, so mm-hmm. there's one that's the 501st starter box. Uh, so that one comes yeah. with Anakin Skywalker, three units of arc troopers, two phase, two phase, two clone, uh, troopers and an ATRT. Mm-hmm. So, I think they're they are like about 150 bucks each when they do come out. 150 for a Canadian when they come out. Um, okay. So those ones, I'm gonna go with the other other ones after. But just from starting, what this is gonna be when it comes out is kind of like um, I like it's what it says a starter kit for someone who's new, hasn't bought any of the previous uh, starter sets already these mm-hmm. can actually be a pretty big deal and probably might save you some money too. Just when you go to break down each, how much each figure each set costs, uh, these could be a bit of a money saver for you too. Yeah. Cause one of the things that, um, you don't get, like if you were just to buy the, the, the base game and, um, is when you buy the the core set, you're not getting enough that you can build an entire army. Like you're getting mm-hmm. pieces. Um, like and it's and in the box, there's enough that two people could you if you built everything, there's enough that two people could play like a smaller game. But it's not you couldn't take you know the if you bought the original starter the 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 imperial parts out of the core set and go to your local gaming store and play against other people and be competitive you wouldn't even have enough uh enough of an army to even meet the 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 building requirements so the idea with these is yeah it's here's a box and it's an army in a box yes uh, which is nice is if you don't want to tr- have to try to figure out what it is you want or just realize, okay, yeah, I, I want to build a, a 501st, 501st Legion. Or you want to build um, a 
Hoth themed uh, rebel army. That you know, that's one of the that that's one of the um, the battle forces. It's a uh, yeah, Echo based defenders. Yep. And what's was... what's interesting is that um, apparently the each of these um, battle forces will have very specific rules. Um, for their battle force that allow you to maybe bend or break some of the army building rules, but only as long as you use that specific battle force, you can't like mix and match other right. things. Yep. Um, do you wish these were out before, uh, like be- before you would start playing? I do wish these were out before I started playing because exactly like you said, you know, you can buy, you buy the, you know, the Imperial one or you buy the clone one, you know, it's kind of hard to start off with a complete army um, mm-hmm. uh, to actually play a game. So these are very cool starter packs. Um, maybe not so much that you've already bought in the core packs. I don't know how much these would be worth getting, but um the Hawthorne though looks pretty good though. It comes with a lot of stuff. Except Yeah, so I really thought that would come oh, with a hand ahead. solo. I really thought that would have come with a hand solo, but it doesn't. It comes with Leia, Chewbacca, Arch D2, and C3PO. Yeah, so the it, it does come with those. What surprises me though is that we're not getting new models. Correct. And I was convinced that they would have used this opportunity to, I I understand you can't make all new models for, for everything because there's Mm -hmm. a cost involved. Um, but like, and, but in going through the list, like, and I'm looking specifically at the, the echo base, uh, defenders one, um it's got a whole bunch of uh, it's got four units of rebel veterans the rebel veterans are already they're the 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 troopers from uh they're in like their hoth gear so already okay check perfect um the tauntaun Mm -hmm. riders same thing check um the fd laser cannon team um once again hoth gear check you have Chewbacca. Okay, well, Chewbacca is Chewbacca. It doesn't matter what the environment is. Uh, C-3PO and R2-D2, same thing. But then you have Leia. And mm-hmm. the original Leia m- miniature um, was was like a Return of the Jedi um, General Leia uh, outfit. Right, Yeah. But on the packaging, like on the box, they're showing Leia in her Hoth gear. So I would have figured that they would have taken this yep. opportunity to say, "All right, we're going to make new new models for for the generals." Yeah, um, but that isn't the case. So I'm I'm a, a little surprised at that. Now I know that they have new some of them have new cards um with it so i think that's 
what they've done instead of making new figures mm-hmm. uh, that they've added some new cards to it so that there is at least something different when you do get it. But that is kind of disappointing that they didn't, um, cause that's what I was expecting when I heard these were coming out, that these are, some of these were going to be brand new sculpts um, because you are buying a, mm-hmm. for a specific battle. So that is a little bit disappointing because I didn't know that. I didn't see that where I read uh, when I was reading that that Hoth Leia is not Hoth Leia. It's just General Leia. So that's kind of disappointing. And no hand. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, and I had like I had to yeah I had, and I had to check. I, I just went on the like on the Asthma Day site and um. And to see like the the images, yeah, it's the old land. It, I don't know. It's disappointing, especially. especially. Now, there's an easy fix to this because, as we were talking about earlier, you know, there's lots of places that are um, selling um, th- uh, the uh, 3D printer files to make um, yep. terrain. There's also ones that are making that are making 3D um, files to make new Star Wars miniatures. Yes, and, and in, in yep. this case, typically it's been um, variations of characters we already have, or um, I've seen um, miniatures where, well, before we you know, we haven't got uh, the Mandalorian yet, but it, it, I've seen, uh, but when we do, there is one coming, but. Companies have, or people have made uh, 3D printed files so you can do a Mandalorian. Uh, but, and, and I've seen yep. people that I've seen versions of Hoth Leia. So if someone really wanted to, they could go and, and, and get it printed. You would just think as a business that they would say, okay, here, you know, yeah, we know that people have, uh, there's going to be some diehard fans that have already built their rebel army. But the idea of being getting that new layer might be worth them spending the hundred and fifty dollars. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so you mentioned the cards. Um, so one of the things that uh, Legion does differently than, say, Warhammer, is all of the uh stats for the character or the units or whatever are all on cards and all the upgrades are on cards um the way warhammer does it is it's a separate book you open up a t- you know essentially a textbook and find all the information and that's where you're getting the details on your army or on your unit uh and on the upgrades that are available how do you feel about the cards um, I don't mind the cards. Um, mm-hmm. So the only other thing I would say about the cards, and I just happened to, when I was watching a video, they kind of made a point about this too, was, um, and it's, it's, I'm sure it's something really small. One thing that I do like about Legion, what they do is they kind of update the rules. And then what they'll do is they'll change some of the value of of uh, the pieces and that sort of thing. So, mm-hmm. it, you know, the next time we actually play this, I know some things are going to go down in value, but I don't know what has gone down or what has gone up. Um, 
Uh, so we'd have to go back mm-hmm. and read all the rules and see what ones actually changed. So I don't know if they can come up with a way of of doing something like that. I, I know they've come out with updated card packs um, with new cards. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of cards. That's probably the one yeah. thing I would say. That's a lot of cards. Um, and a lot of the add-on cards is even more <laughs> with them too. But at least they're interchangeable mm-hmm. though. I mean, you don't need specific add-on cards to go with your um, your main cards. But it's a lot of cards. A lot of cards. It is. And I, I'm positive I've lost some cards now. And oh, no. the way that, you know, it, it, well, and the way the game is supposed to be played is that if you want to use that upgrade, you have to have the card. Mm-hmm. Um, which, and, and this is something that is, has been a carryover from, from X-Wing, which was Fantasy Flight's first um, Star Wars miniature game, which came out, shit, like seven or eight years <laughs> ago uh, now. And, and, and that, that actually became a problem because what people were, um, players believed was happening was that they were releasing uh, ships that maybe they knew that weren't that interesting or people wouldn't be that excited about, but putting an upgrade in that they knew people would want. So people would spend the 20 or 20, you know, or spend the 20 bucks on a model that they don't really want just so they could get the upgrade card. Right. Um, so at first I was, I, I liked the idea of the cards. I liked the idea of being able to have it in front of you and it's just very tangible and it's great. But you talked about the updating, and they have made so many changes now. Mm-hmm, I that bet. <laughs> the cards are pretty much irrelevant. Like I don't know if you realize this. They've not only changed uh, point values, but in some cases with some cards, they've actually changed like the cards completely. They've oh, wow. changed the abilities of, of characters. They've changed some of the rules. What? Yeah. Wow. And they've said that, you know, that like, so in the rules, uh, so what happens is whenever there's a rules update, they release the, uh, the rules reference. And when they make these changes, there's little cards that apparently you, you know, little images that you could, I guess, print out. Um, but I'm, I'm done with the cards. <laughs> like, <laughs> I thought they were great at first, but now that they've made so many changes, what they need to do, and, and this is something that, um, th- that Warhammer has done, is they have an app. And you can oh, do yeah. all your... Yeah. And, and, there, and to be fair, there have been other uh, like third-party... Um, developers that have, have made some apps where you can where you can do some of this, but they should just make an, an official app where so you don't even have to worry about printing a card or having your cards and everything. You can just do all of that from the app, do all your upgrades, and just being able to have that on your mobile device. That would be awesome, right? That would be awesome. Yep, um, makes sense. You know, 
one of, so in one of the nice things about um now I haven't used the the new Warhammer app because they changed it and now they've made it as part of like this big subscription thing and I wasn't doing that. But prior uh, the previous version um it when you were looking up your you know the stats on your unit if it had like a keyword ability and you didn't know what that meant. You could just click on it and it would take you to that section and explain it. And that oh, would wow. be very useful because, because as the, the game progresses, there's all, there's more keywords and more rules. So being able to have all that information, you know, readily available to you and just being able to click on a link and figure out, you know, Oh, okay. That's what this rule means. Uh, would be very useful. I would. Well, again, it's, like I said, it just it makes sense. They need to they need to kind of if they're going to do that many changes, and even especially if they're going to be changing abilities and wording and everything, yeah, they need to kind of move into the twenty first century um, gaming to um, keep everybody happy, so that they're not going crazy guessing, uh, you know, how much my card is worth, or having to keep printing out the the new rules every time they changed everything, because that gets expensive with ink. Because they're not small manuals that they have mm-hmm. put out. <laughs> no, they are not. So, if there's one thing that uh, isn't in Legion yet uh, that you would like to see, what what would it be? Um, mine's a lot of everybody's, but I don't know how it would work. It was having the, uh, the ad at in, uh, in it, um, having that would be pretty mm-hmm. cool. Again, I don't know how that would work. That'd be pretty, you would have to be able to get, well, I guess the equivalent in a way would be the, the snow speeders cause they were able to take them down. But then I guess you're getting into mm-hmm. kind of X-wing territory when you're getting all ships and everything. Um, I wish they would put out some more official um, terrain is what I would like to see. It's fun printing everything, um, but I would like to see them put out a little bit more uh, different terrain. Uh, my next mm-hmm. project I would like to do is Hoth, so mm-hmm. snow terrain. Um, yep. So I, w- I would like them to put, uh, and I'm willing to pay the money for it, I would like them to put out some official more um more terrain is what I would like to see. Okay. Uh, for me, um, there's I think just probably one main thing that I would like to see. And that's, I'm surprised we haven't got a unit of Jedi for the Republic. Um, ah. like it just makes sense, right? Even more um, so with the Clone Wars set. Well, it, yeah, like it, it doesn't have, like just generic Jedi. Um, and I'm surprised that we haven't seen that we haven't seen that yet. Yeah. Um, the only thing that I would uh, I would like to see, um, and this is probably something that we, we, who knows we might see down the road now that they've set the expectation with these battle forces where they can um, create 
something cinematic um, that isn't necessarily doesn't fit in with the the standard um, uh, un- or army building rules for the game is I would love to see yeah. uh, a Rogue One um, a battle force which yep. has all of the characters and then just some of the pathfinders and stuff that would be uh, I would love to see that that would be really good if they did that. I agree. Yeah. Absolutely. That would be very nice to see. Yeah. yeah so this keep mainly, up with the yeah, movies. We definitely need, yeah. Yeah. We definitely need to uh, play some Legion soon. Yes. <laughs> and just so everyone knows, he kicks my ass every time. So <laughs> that, that, that is not, that is not true. I think I won um, once. I think you've won more than once. Uh, no, anyway, I think it's only uh, it, Okay. <laughs> well, sure. Um, if you're enjoying the show and you want to leave us uh, a review, um, whatever podcast service you're using, there's probably a way that you can leave a uh, review. So please do so. If you want to leave us a message, you can go to anchor.fm slash Smells bad outside podcast, and uh, you can leave us a message from a mobile device during the week. Um, people can find me on Twitter at uh, the Pie Whisperer, and Brent, where can they find you? And I think that Brent has frozen. So with that, I'm not even going to say uh, Brent's thing. We're just going to call it a night. So thanks for listening.